0: La.
1: Welcome everybody in the world to the Michael Depree Variety Hour on every podcast provider. In the world, including Spotify, you guys, we are officially on Spotify. Some people, every time I tell people, hey, you can listen to my podcast on Spotify, now they're like, you can listen to podcasts on Spotify? Yes, you can. Now you can. (laughs) My podcast is the first one. No, it's not. But it is now available there. So now when I do say on every podcast provider in the world, I'm not lying. That was the last holdout. Spotify was not just did not want me. I guess I didn't know how to do it, but now, since we moved over to the Planet Podcasts network, there's a way to submit it to Spotify. And here we go, guys. It's here, finally after all this long time. Oh, it feels good. It feels good to be official. <laughs> oh man, it is a beautiful, wonderful August day in the day that this is being. Re- released august 6th <laughs> <laughs> it might be a nice day on august 6th we'll see we'll we see hope. it could be the end of the world although i did hear the, the the world was supposed to end yesterday the of the of this recording so you made it yeah it was supposed to end on friday it didn't though i mean it's it might <laughs> <Yeah, it didn't laughs> have <laughs> it could have been a silent rapture mm. <laughs> it, it did not happen as far as i'm as far as i'm concerned uh, if you've never listened to the Michael Dupree Friday Hour before, it is an art showcase and comedy show We we feature local musicians, artists, poets, interesting people, and in this instance, festival people. <laughs> festival putter honors. Here we go. <laughs> that's, the, that's a technical term, isn't it? It is. Uh, we are current, today we are joined by Paul J. Cox, Corrine Ford, and Sean Golden of Detroit Improv Festival. Welcome. Oh. Hey. Hi. Hi, Michael. Hi. Everyone say hi at once. Hi. hi. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, welcome, you guys. Uh, why don't we go around the table? Have you guys uh, introduced yourselves? Uh, say where you're from, what your role in the festival is, and tell me about the best vacation you've ever been on.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I'm, what, Corrine Ford? Is that what you want to (laughs) know? Yes. Um, I'm from Farmington, Michigan. Uh, My role in the festival is I am in charge of headliner travel accommodations and airport transportation. So I'm in charge of making sure everybody gets here Mm -hmm. and has a place to sleep. Uh, what was the last one?
1: Uh, what's the best vacation? My you've best ever vacation.
2: Been on? Okay. Oh, that's
1: hard. Oh, brother! Vacation. I gone on a lot
2: of vacations. All right. I'm gonna say uh, I'll do the one that I went on last year, which was uh, to the Canadian Rockies.
1: Ooh. Um.
2: Probably hands down the most beautiful place I've ever been in my entire life. I wept openly every single day because my brain awesome. could not control the natural. Were you body. like
1: on uh, British Columbia side?
2: Uh, we started in Vancouver and then took a train to Jasper. Where's
1: that?
2: At? Um, in the Rockies. Like, Ooh. so from coast to inland to the Rockies. Jasper, I can't, I think Jasper may be into Alberta. Ooh. I don't know. It, you're kind of like British Columbia, Alberta, in and out of them up there. And then um, went in through the Rockies and then ended up back in Calgary.
1: That sounds
3: awesome. It was it very like cool. Sounds like a dream trip. It was very cool.
1: I'm going to put that on my bucket list. You should. <laughs> Next up we have...
3: I'm Paul J. Um I am the actually the chair of the festival. Chair. Yeah, I, I'm not sure why how that happened, but um, well, actually I know how it <laughs> yeah. happened. My son at PJ is the is one of the owners of Go, mm-hmm. and it, the festival was his baby, but he didn't want to chair it, so he said, "Dad," and I said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> Will you please uh, chair this? <laughs> yeah. So that's and um, I was born in Grand Rapids, but grew up in Ferndale. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not the ferndale you know now no uh and well, I how was it different how was yeah.
1: it different from uh from where i grew up yeah
3: uh when i was growing up there um it was a fairly conservative area oh um at one point they wanted to turn 9 mile and woodward into like a plaza oh and I, it was defeated on the ballot and the big argument against it was it was a communist plot <laughs> <laughs> Plazas.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. those
1: communists working their way into our society. Squares. And there's not a lot left from
3: when I was there. I mean, the stores are all different. Yeah. They probably didn't have that many. Comos was the last vestige of my high school. You know, (laughs) Uh, Wetmore's is still there, the the tire thing, but that's about it. They
1: probably didn't have a lot of yoga studios back then. (laughs) That's the new thing.
3: Uh, The best vacation I ever had. uh, About. I think it was about ten years ago. My wife and I spent a week in Costa Rica mm. at a resort on the on the Pacific. Nice. Uh, we did hiking. We uh, rode horses in the surf, which is real mm. cool. We did z- zip lining.
1: That sounds like um, a Barry Manilow music video. It was a it was a really <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um,
3: it no. It was a very nice vacation. That was awesome. one of the best ones we ever took.
1: Great. And lastly, and maybe leastly. Yes, definitely oh, leastly. Definitely. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, so Paul. Sad.
3: <laughs> and thank
4: you, Corrine. Uh, my name is Sean Golden. Uh, along with the help of a handful of people, I, I work on design things for Diff, so posters and lanyards and all that sort of stuff. I grew up in Macomb, Michigan, the lovely Macomb, Michigan, uh, concrete jungle. Very lovely. And huh. my best vacation. Uh, Something to learn about me is that I'm very boring. Uh, I've been to places, but mostly I love a, a good staycation. So about three months ago,
1: mm-hmm. I
4: took a week off and just stayed home. <laughs> I did laundry.
1: Nice. I, uh, I only do
4: laundry when I go on vacation, too. Cool. Did The internet was on that thing Ooh. for a while.
1: What's your favorite website?
4: <laughs> I don't have one. Probably NHL.com.
1: Oh, oh boy. You're, you're, you're a big <laughs> hockey head, huh? Yeah, this is going great.
4: Uh, that's pretty much me.
1: Yeah, so you're not a you're not a big travel guy.
4: Well, I I, I go to places and do stuff <laughs> occasionally, but a, a good staycation I think tops it all. I just sit yeah. around and do nothing for a week straight, and it's yeah. it's lovely.
1: Sometimes you need that. You just need that moment, <sighs> that that week. You don't do nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me, like, uh, for those who are uninitiated. What is the Detroit Improv Festival like? Uh, what when is it happening? When the what's what's it all about?
3: It's happening from August eighth through the eleventh. There are also workshops on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bring in troops from all over the country and Canada. Um, we have shows uh, Wednesday night. We're at Go. Thursday night we're at Ma- the Magic Bag in Ferndale, Go Comedy and the Ringwald. Mm-hmm. Also the same venues on Friday. And then Saturday, we're at the Ringwald and, and Go only. But we also have podcasts that we're uh, running at Affirmations in Ferndale. Mm-hmm. Um, this is their eight, our eighth year. Our big headliner this year is Paul Up Topkins and Spontaneation. Yeah.
1: This is uh, his third year. Third this year is his year. third year coming. That's awesome. And
3: he, he, lo- he loves coming back, so yeah. we're happy to have him. We love having him. Um, but, you know, uh, we always get some of the 313ers back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Moyer will be back. Mark Evan Jackson is going to be here. Um, uh, and we have a group called, there's a duo called Courtesy Shuttle. Uh, okay. They'll be here. They're, um, it's one of the Belushis. Not the Belushis we all know, but yeah. like the next generation. Um, Bob Belushi. Rob. Rob <laughs> Rob Belushi. Rob Belushi. Oh wow! I was was totally making that name up. Uh, We have a show called Flying Chuck. Yeah, uh, I was. Features a wrestler,
1: a pro wrestler. Yeah, I'm very excited about that Um, one. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to watch how that goes. Yeah, I mean, I've grown up. It's uh, uh, the guy Jim Morrison or John Morrison, I think, is uh, his wrestling name. Yes. Or Johnny Mundo in some places. And, like, I've watched him since I was a kid. So it's like, I, I can't wait to see that. Well,
3: uh, it, it'll be interesting. Right? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. Of course, you know, local troops like uh, the Brothers Jaycox, I'd mm-hmm. be remiss to, to not yeah. mention them. <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of them. Um, but we have Sad Trombone there from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, Hildreth and Suko. Um, like I said, we have Spontaneation on... Uh, that's on Thursday, it, uh, and then on Friday uh, we have Paul of Tompkins and Friends, which is a slightly different configuration. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two no, two man no show from Toronto. I love that name. And they're a great <laughs> actor. They're <laughs> great. Yeah. They're it's so awesome. high energy. They're so uh, much fun. The one, the shorter one, uh, was in People People of Earth, mm-hmm. and so he hasn't been able to do it for a couple of years. So uh, we haven't had them in about three years, but they're back, and we're really excited to have them. awesome. Let's see who else we got that I should talk about. Um, I mentioned Courtesy Shuttle. Uh, Fake Cops from New York. Mm -hmm. Um, They're very good. Uh, What's the musical one? Off Book. Off Book, the musical. They're from, I think, from L.A. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Shrimp Forks. Uh, which is nick armstrong who's sort of the guy these days mm-hmm. um plus uh nick is doing a, a thing where we're going to have we've invited single improvisers from around the world to come not the world but canada and u.s mm-hmm. um and nick is going to workshop them for two days and then they're going to do a show oh wow so that's that'll awesome be interesting. that's the first time we've tried that
2: and you can see me in that ensemble group there <laughs> we go
1: uh, ha, ha. little teaser plugs. there uh, <laughs> plugs really at the end <laughs> and then we always have an all-star show um, yep.
3: among the all-stars will be jamie moore mark evan jackson karen gracie and nick armstrong and probably other people as well
1: that's uh, the diff all-stars yes that's awesome the so you guys have you said you mentioned it's your eight, eighth year doing diff um yes. uh what how does the uh the festival kind of evolved and changed since that uh that first year
3: we know what we're doing
2: yeah <laughs> yeah the, i mean
1: i this is my this is my sixth year
2: helping out with yeah. diff, and it it's just yeah it's just as we've done it more and more. We just fine tune the process and it just goes smoother and smoother every year. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I mean,
1: you can, it, it, your work shows because you just keep, feel like you just keep attracting bigger, bigger and bigger names. It's, and and, you know,
3: we have people in place that have been doing it for a while. Yeah. Like Corrine's been doing what she's doing for a few years, number years, how many, four or five years.
2: Uh, I probably started kind of doing this about four years ago and like took it completely over probably i don't know i keep adding more and more things on so (laughs) last couple of years so
3: and we look for ways to improve it um sean's been really helpful that way because of his his wonderful designs that have really Mm
1: -hmm. made us look look good yeah um you designed the like kind of logo monster thing of diff yeah Uh, I think you might be referring to Murray,
4: Yeah, (laughs) who was uh, maybe in some of the earlier uh, marketing materials. So Mm. I've only been doing this for the last three years. Okay. That three years ago was pretty light, uh, Mm -hmm. my contribution, so I've been more involved the last two years. Got it. I think Murray comes from PJ. He does. Oh, okay. He does. (laughs) He was featured in uh, last year's poster, but very hidden. The scavenger hunt for him. Yeah,
1: but like you do a lot of like uh, fun little illustrations and stuff that I see you post on like Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah, That'll yeah, always fun. doing that sort of stuff.
4: Oh, and also hidden in uh, last year's poster is I think four or five butts.
1: Yeah, Ooh. So, be on the lookout. How'd that get p- get through? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> pretty risque. <laughs> uh, uh.
2: Do we get butts again this year?
4: Uh, no butts. No. No. no butts this year. Unfortunately, no, is there no ifs, ands, or deal? butts. There might be a few hidden things. We'll, okay. see. <gasps> we'll see. when it comes out. We can find them. I'll have to look.
1: So, um. In your experience, how is uh like comedy and improv from Detroit different from other places like New York or Chicago or L A? Uh,
3: how's it different? It's got sort of a Detroit flavor. I mean, it's mm-hmm. um and and actually because uh, you know, when they closed Second City Detroit yeah number of people went to L A mm-hmm. and those people you know keep sending people back to us. Yeah. so I mean that's been very helpful and really what's helped drive the uh the festival jackson's yeah. always coming up with people um keegan doesn't come anymore that's too bad but <laughs> yeah
1: he's bu- he's a busy man <laughs> yeah you know i I
3: actually talked to him last year and said you know we were really disappointed that he thought doing Shakespeare in the Park in New York was more important than Detroit Improv.
1: (laughs) Come on, Keegan. What is that? Just that little scrappy troupe over in New York? (laughs) He laughed, at least. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I think you get a certain flavor here that you might not get somewhere else. Yeah. Um,
1: It's like scrappy here.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that. That's -hmm. that's probably a good description.
1: Yeah. One of
4: the things I've heard that's different is Troops from other towns, and I heard this from somebody, so it's hearsay. I don't know how true Mm -hmm. this is, but they don't do the whole after the end of the show. It's like, uh, thank you, we've been so-and-so individually. We are this person, this person, this person. Oh, really? I guess people have come here and been like, that's weird. Why'd they introduce everybody near the end? Really?
2: (laughs) I guess I'm trying to think other festivals I've been to and other... Yeah. I guess I've never really paid attention, yeah. but now I'm gonna have to.
1: Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Like I want to, even in Grand Rapids, I don't remember them doing that that much, except for like, uh, like I saw you guys perform over there, and you did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm trying to think of the other. And I, yeah.
2: And I guess like improv shows that I've seen in like New York and Chicago, um, they're like the bigger shows. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just, I guess, I would assume that. Or like TJ and Dave, everybody knows they're I'm TJ. I'm Dave. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, like you know, improvise Shakespeare. I would just be like, well, that's their show. They don't need to name themselves off. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. I I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So I guess I never.
1: Oh, I never attention. thought about that. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Well, Very midwestern, like that polite thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who? Yeah. Well, who you wouldn't think it'd be
3: a Canadian thing because it's yeah. polite. I mean,
1: we're pretty close. <laughs> We're close to Canada. We're basically there. Or oh, their politeness rubs off on us a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. So uh, you mentioned, like, you, you, you've had all sorts of incredible people on as part of DIFF in the past. Uh, you've, like, Paul F. Tompkins, obviously, Sam Richardson, uh, Tim Robinson, uh, Keegan, uh, Mark Evan Jackson, Horatio Sands, I believe, was, was one year. Right? Yes, he was. Um, who are some of your, like, favorite people uh, that you guys have had on? Uh, 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 during the festival? Well, I
2: already mentioned TJ and Dave. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I did a 24-hour road trip just to see TJ and Dave back when they were doing their show, like right when How I long? started doing improv. How long was the road trip? It, we went for 24 hours. It was oh like, I God. drove out the day, right after work. Um, We saw their show, stayed up and drank scotch until 7 a.m., <laughs> slept like three hours, and then drove back home. Wow. Um, But um, it was amazing then. And then when they came to, TJ had come to Diff, the year before TJ and Dave did, and mm-hmm. he loved it so much. So he brought Dave the next year, and um, I mean, they're just mind-blowing to watch. Like, I don't think I could ever get sick of watching them, ever. Yeah. Ever.
1: Legends. Ever.
4: Yeah. <laughs> they were a bit before my time. <clears throat> uh, so for me, last year was great, having Susan Messing with oh, Tim Robinson yeah. and Sam Richardson. Those shows were really great uh the all-star around. shows okay. with paul f tompkins and Always good all those folks i think two years ago it was paul f tompkins joe bill the kakowskis and two or three other people i can't remember their name obviously they were extremely talented and i think that was one of the best shows i've
3: ever seen wow it was great yeah uh well i've been around with it for a long time um you know when the when the whole 313 used to come and you yeah. had jackson and Jamie and Keegan and Mary Beth Monroe and um, uh, yeah, that Phillips sounds and all ridiculous. those people. Those were always good shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the things that we do, and we just started this with Horatio, which was like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, they uh, the podcast, My Neighbors Are Dead. Yep. Um, uh, Adam uh, had as his guests Paul F. Tompkins and Tawny Newsom, And it, that was a really. <laughs> yeah hilarious and outstanding podcast that was very good
1: that's awesome um yeah i i love like the variety in in the in the, the in the festival it's not just like oh you come you watch some guys perform on stage like you have a lot of something for everybody really it's uh, that, i think that's awesome and this year we have a lot of troops that we
2: haven't had here before mm-hmm. um which is cool too so there's a lot of new people to see
1: that's awesome uh who are some like Who would be, like, your dream booking? Like, someone that you haven't been able to get before or haven't had the guts to ask or, like, uh, someone who's, like, you would only dream to see them performing as part of Diff.
3: I know, because we've had so many good people. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Oh, that's hard. Who would be... Don't all say Michael Dupree at once. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, Oh, Chris Chris Gethard? Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm saying his name right. Uh, I I think it's... Yeah, I, I, I might, might be Get Hard. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. No. Uh, no do I live on the I think it's I, I think, you're, I I think it is, is Chris. Do you know what that is?
4: Uh, he was in uh, Don't Think Twice. Uh, he's done a – he has a talk
2: show. So I'd probably know his face, but I don't know Yeah, yeah. you definitely know his face.
4: Okay. Uh, he's really involved, and in, he's got, like, a ton of videos online of, like, improv tips and stuff like that, and he seems – I've never seen him perform, but I think it would be really good. Yeah. Uh, before my time, but uh, – DJ and Dave were here, but if they were booked again, that would be a great show to see. Since yeah, I, I would catch them the first time around.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and I'd love to get Keegan back. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. That. Um, yeah, that'd be big. Uh, Tim and Dave. Uh, Tim and Sam show up, but they they never commit. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so these days, but uh, but they do come. So yeah, I mean they were here last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of course, and I've known them forever, but. Um, but the, uh, you know, getting them back would always be a, a treat.
1: Nice thing to do. Yeah. yeah. A
2: lot of the hometown people, like they love to come if they can come, but a lot of times their filming schedules are all over the place. Yeah. It's, so it's a last minute hop in yeah. sometimes. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh man. So, uh, what is, what is the, uh, future of DIFF? look like to you uh like uh i know you guys probably have you have your 10 year coming up in a couple years yeah that'll um, be a big deal yeah oh, that diff juice is gonna be
2: crazy <laughs> 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 10 year diff juice
1: 10 year old diff juice um, <laughs> well, that's it's been agent aged in a ten barrel. years
2: <laughs> <laughs> three <laughs> sips and you're gone <laughs> you're yeah, literally gone be. you're dead,
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you I, don't, I don't know yo yeah, we'll have to see what x we can get for the 10 That'll be a big deal. Yeah, Uh, but the format that we've been working with now for a number of years, obviously works well. We get lots of
1: compliments.
3: Yeah, Um,
1: it's very organized. Like, and I know that seems like a basic compliment, but a lot of festivals you go to, it's like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, (laughs) that's what I've been
3: told. I mean, I've never been to. I've been to the Grand Rapids one, which runs for like three weeks.
1: Oh yeah, has stand up
3: (laughs) as well as improv. Yeah, and you know, but uh, and. It's okay. I it, it was funny when I was there, but yeah. Well, um. But yeah, we get lots of compliments about how well run our operation is and how well we treat the troops that come in. Yeah, yeah. And that's we try very hard to make sure that they are well treated. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, I suppose we'll keep the same format at least for now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, it this year broke, we added the thing, the, all the podcasts. We have what four. Oh, quite a few chunks that it used to you'd
2: four, just be like five, one five, here yeah. or there yeah yeah,
3: yeah we have, we never had one before Horatio did his mm-hmm. um a couple years ago and then we, last year we had my neighbors are dead and now we've got I think there's at least yeah, Roach coach them we're doing. my neighbors are dead yep. Races. spontaneous
1: nation Yo, that's another yep. cool yeah. catch uh I, I, I like I was I didn't realized, like, that I, would, that I was, like, looking through the schedule, I was like, oh, yo, this is racist, is gonna be here. That's awesome. That's a fun podcast. I just
3: remember when they told me we were gonna do a podcast, I thought, well, okay, you know, okay, but why? Yeah. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, and then Horatio did his podcast and the theater was sold out. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it was a good reason to do yeah. a podcast.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird phenomenon. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't get why people like my show. I know. It's... <laughs>
3: It's an interesting thing, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you don't, like, go see radio just live, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the same thing. But, yeah. So, uh, thank you guys so much for being on the show. It's been uh, – you guys are awesome. I can't wait. I uh, can't wait to check out some of the stuff. I, I'm only going to be able to go to Thursday because I'm getting my wisdom teeth out on Friday. Ooh. Bad planning. So, yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was, it, well, it's kind of an emergency. Okay. Because – this one broke like a couple oh, days ow. ago so i'm it. like i need to get in there like soon and they're like that's our next date Fine, so. excuse
3: can i just plug the workshops i mean we absolutely have, yeah yeah we have some great workshops yeah. a lot of the people who come in from out of town mm-hmm. do do workshops i mean like Armstrong will do his own besides the ensemble one um uh top what paul doesn't do one but like uh Jimmy Moyer will do one. Yep, she has uh, the
1: best workshops. So. Yeah,
3: I mean there'll be a, there's a number of
1: workshops. They're like forty bucks. Um, they're uh, all worthwhile. Um, for those who don't know what like a workshop would be, like what is uh what what kind of things do you learn at these kind of workshops?
2: It depends. If you look on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, you they'll have a description of the workshop so they each kind of focus on different things so you can take your pick and if you're an improviser and you're like well you know there's something i want to work on and oh this workshop speaks to me because i'm don't think i'm good at this and maybe this person can help or it's just like oh this is an improv god to me or goddess and i really want to learn from them so there's a whole bunch of different reasons to take a workshop
1: do you have to uh be a skilled improviser to take these workshops
2: uh some of them yes some of them no okay it's usually in the description yeah
3: Awesome. I mean, if you want to take your chances, you're going to pay the yeah. money. And <laughs> yeah. They're not going to kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but it does say in there what kind of skills you should have to come in.
1: Awesome. Great. Uh, so where uh, where can people find more from Diff and uh, from each of you individually?
3: Uh, they can find more from Diff on DetroitImprovFestival.com.
1: All right.
2: Like it on Facebook. Yes. Detroit Improv Festival. That's a good one. I don't know. Do we all do all the other things? Oh, yeah. There's, uh, there's an Instagram is and all There's an that. yeah. that's kept up to date with stuff, too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: I'm hip. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any personal projects or anything you guys would like to uh, plug or anything? You need a lawyer?
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great advertisement. <laughs> hey, you need, need a, lawyer. a lawyer? You got a problem?
2: All
1: right. People I'll, making I'll you mad? Care. You want to yeah, sue them? Give me a call. <laughs> People making you mad want to <laughs> sue them. <laughs> give me a call. That's a great why statement. <laughs> People mad at you? Give me a call. Want to not be sued? <laughs> yeah. Give me a call. All right. Call me or don't. Mm. Whatever. Whatever works for you. What's that? Uh, Sean's got laundry to do. Sha- yeah, I gotta, <laughs> go, I gotta go do a staycation. Excuse um, me, it starts right now. I know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that you, Karine and Sean, you both perform uh, improv yourselves. Uh, where can people check you out?
2: Um, these days, I am at Pointless Brewery and Theater a lot, mm-hmm. um, and then you can also find me at go here and there. So it just kind of
1: depends. in and out. Yeah, you wanna know what's funny? Uh, My first time ever seeing improv, I saw you. Oh really? It was at uh, uh, Go Comedy. Was
2: it what launch
1: group? Uh, yep. A couple years ago. Future Kids. Oh. Yep. It was Ah. was Future Kids. It was also those the same set that Andy Reid kept hiding behind the. uh, the, the the curtain, and you guys kept being like, come on, Andy, come on out of the curtain. That's, it was a long time ago. I doubt you remember it, but with Andy where he was he's great. always hiding somewhere. Yeah. That does not narrow it down for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did he have his shoes on?
1: Probably not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't wear shoes a lot. In the summertime, at least.
4: Oh, well, yeah, for me, uh, Sundays I go comedy with the current launch group, Moon Monster. Uh, every Sunday, 10 or 7 p.m.,
1: 7 a.m. 7 a.m. improv, 7 my favorite improv. time. It's
4: gonna be great. I'll be yeah. tired. Pre church, oh,
2: pre church oh. improv. <laughs> pre church. Oh. Spreading the gospel. That's there.
4: right. Uh, then Fridays and Saturdays with the League of Pointless Improvisers, sometimes with Kareen. Sometimes. Uh, 8 p.m. at every
1: Pointless Korean Theater. Awesome, Paul. Anything you you would like to plug? um
3: diff is the is the thing to plug for me plug in diff <laughs> and that's
1: uh the, the at the time of this episode's release it will be this starting this wednesday with the workshops right and no thursday
3: oh uh, the show starts on the wednesday though. okay yes
1: wednesday is when it starts yeah mm-hmm. then goes through saturday and then workshops on sunday yes yes yeah. all right well thank you guys all so much for being on the show you've been an absolute pleasure uh, we, will back, we will be back. We will be back after this break with Darla Kaminsky, uh, a Target employee, and then later joined by Albert Sweeney, a retired insult comic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. I just am so proud. I'm so proud of it. Um, I'm joined by Paul J. Cox, who'll be helping me co host and introduce and interview these uh, other people that we had. Uh Corrine and Sean had to go do Sean's laundry. Uh, so uh, He did he, he, he realized on his way out that he doesn't know how to do laundry. So Corrine said, All right, I'll help you out. Um, so that's happening right now, but right now we are joined by Darla Comiskey. Uh You are an employee at Target.
0: Yeah, I've worked there for like ten years.
1: Great, that's awesome. Uh, do you have like a? Do they give you like a ring or anything?
0: A ring? No.
1: Like why are they give
0: me a ring? Like
1: a loyalty ring, you know, no. some places like like Little Caesars. I think. I'm
0: not that loyal.
1: No. No. <laughs> You've been there for ten years.
0: I know, but I shop other places. Oh. I've been known to go to Meijer.
1: What's it, what, do you? Meyer's your favorite store outside of Target?
0: No, I didn't say that. I've just been known to go there. Oh, well, I feel like when I go there, I have to be in a disguise, though.
1: Really? Yeah. You think someone will recognize you?
0: Yeah. Well, if and... they
1: recognize you, they shouldn't probably shouldn't be there either, huh?
0: No, but not everyone I know works at Target. I work. know people who work outside of Target. So somebody I don't know from, somebody I know from outside of Target can see me at Meyer and tell somebody at Target and then I don't have a job, man. Do
1: you really think you'd get fired for shopping at Meyer? I
0: don't he's... know. I've never, I don't know if I have a contract with Target. I don't know if this is against the rules. <laughs> but I need to be safe.
1: I think you'll be fine. I don't know. I don't think that they, there's a non-shopping Claws.
0: Can you guarantee that? Because if I lose my job, I'm moving in with you. Is that okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, well, I man, our lawyer just left, so I don't know if. Uh... Okay. Oh, Fine. Man. Why would you shop
3: at Myers if we get a discount at Target?
1: Yeah, that's a great question.
0: Because sometimes they don't have the things I need. They run out of things.
1: Mm, like what?
0: Like <laughs> sometimes. They don't have the right kinds of yogurt cups. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are the yogurt? What kind of yogurt cups do you need?
0: Eric Chobani blackberry.
1: That is a good one. They don't have the Chobani blackberry at Target all the time.
0: No, sometimes they run out.
1: Of I gotta, I gotta
0: <laughs> go because of you. All the way across town to Meijer.
1: Are you the reason that they run out of them?
0: Probably. <laughs> but they should know better and order more. I don't work in the grocery department. I'm in charge of the baby stuff.
3: (laughs) Do they ever run out of baby stuff? Uh, (laughs) Not on
0: my watch.
1: (laughs) 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 Ballpark, how many uh, uh, cups of Chobani Blackberry do you go through, uh, let's say, in a week?
0: Oh, God, I didn't want to think about that. Uh, Ballpark. See, I eat like... Five a day. What? Oh every my God. Day. Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> Is that all you eat? No, it's, it's a good dessert for every meal. <laughs>
1: you have five meals and a day. Th-
0: no, I also have snacks. Do oh, we okay. Have
1: snacks. So one for after each meal and then two. Snacks. In- okay.
0: It's good. The bacteria is good. It helps keep me regular.
1: It is a healthy snack. If you're going to snack on anything, then Chobani Blackberry Yogurt Cups yeah. is probably a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about being regular? Huh. It makes me feel lighter on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Not not all stuffed up. Nope. Uh, I don't know
3: that I've ever met
1: anybody who had dessert for breakfast. Me neither.
0: They're not living life then, Paul. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've never had a dessert. I mean, unless you count like fruit as a, as a, as a fruit's dessert. not
0: a dessert. Fruit's like, something you gotta eat.
1: I mean, what you eat is kind of a dessert. It uh, uh, like is fruit. a dessert. I mean, I it's know, like blackberry yogurt. It's
0: got other stuff in it. It's creamy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. That's very true. So, uh, what do you like to do when you're not working?
0: Oh, not much. No. No. Sometimes I sit on my couch and just stare at a wall.
1: <laughs> you don't have a TV?
0: No, I've been trying to cut back. I was watching too much. What
1: were your? what shows were you watching a lot?
0: Anything with Gordon Ramsay?
1: Yeah. But he's hot. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen.
0: Yeah, it was something about a strong man with a good butt that just yells at people. <laughs> kind of Gets my insides going. There's
1: a very specific type of person that finds Gordon Ramsay attractive. Yep, and
0: I'm that person. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> That's very nice. So, but you were watching it too much.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I watched all of Hell's Kitchen* and and the you know *Kitchen Nightmares* and um you know MasterChef *Master Chef* and MasterChef Junior. Jr. I mean, I can keep going. You know, I love
1: *Master Junior. Because he's sweet in that one.
0: And I'd watch all the versions, British and American.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize there were two different things. They're versions.
0: everywhere. He's everywhere.
1: Yeah, that sounds sounds like a dream. Yeah, it sounds like too much, though. It's never too much. Is, is it really healthier to just sit and stare at a wall? Though? I
0: think so. I like to collect my thoughts now. Oh, that's It's quieter good. in there.
1: What are but, some of your uh, your top three thoughts you've had this week?
0: Am I going to have to go to Meyer? Let's see. I haven't... Where's my cat... (laughs) Where's my cat been for the last five days? Oh, no. And, uh... What's that smell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to collect your thoughts. Those are pretty simple thoughts. Those are, like, reactionary thoughts. I'm kind of scared the smell has something to do with my lost cat. Oh, no. How long is your cat... Five days. Five days now? Five days. Oh, man. It's okay. Is there anything on the wall that you stare at?
0: Oh, it's just a blank. just a blank wall? It's just blank. Blank.
1: Did you, like, turn your couch around so it's not facing the TV anymore or something?
0: No, come on. I'm not crazy. It's set up like a normal room. Uh. You
1: just look next to the TV. Yeah. (laughs) Do you live alone?
0: Of course. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What about I, the kid? Yeah, well, no. well, now. It's debatable. Yeah, it's like shrouding her loneliness. It might, it might come back. It could.
0: Just it's, like that song when I was a kid.
1: Have you always lived alone?
0: Uh, no, I used to have a roommate. What was their name? Her, her name was Cheryl. What happened to her? She died.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: I know it sounds bad, but it's not. She was 96.
1: Whoa. How old are you? How old am I? A ballpark. You
0: don't ask a lady her age. <laughs> you
1: can ballpark. It. Uh,
0: before you were born, I was born. <laughs> uh, okay. There, it's all you need but to know. But
1: how was she significantly older than you? Is my question. When she died.
0: Why do you even have to ask me a question? You're looking it might at be... me. Do I look ninety-six years old?
1: Mm-hmm. No, you don't. You God. look. You look at least thirty years younger than that.
0: All right, we'll go with that. <laughs>
1: so why were you rooming with such a significantly older person than you because she would take me oh you didn't have anywhere else to go no
0: i had anywhere else to go i needed some place to live did you
1: inherit her house after she passed
0: uh her family may or may not know she's gone
1: oh for 30 years they have not known they have not or no oh wait no it's she just recently passed yeah
0: yeah, not that long Oh, ago. I see. Okay, I got Maybe Oh Maybe that's god. the god I'm, I'm spilling. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's out of there. I know she's not in there. I just, I didn't tell her family. I'm spilling too many secrets. Huh. Oh, crap. I'm going to have to find a new place to live. <laughs> oh, no. And a
3: job.
0: Oh, and a job. And a cat.
3: This has really been a bad day for me.
1: <laughs> mm. Mm-mm. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, what do you do to make yourself feel better after a bad day?
0: You really want to know?
1: I'd love to know. <laughs> I don't like the way you ask that.
0: Well, I like to get, um, a, I have a cast iron tub that I keep in my backyard. And I like to fill it with hose water. <laughs> <laughs> And a little bit of lavender Epsom salt. Mm, I put on a bathing suit not to sit so I don't scare the neighbors. (laughs) And I like to sit in the backyard and listen to the birds.
1: (laughs) Do you
3: have a lot of birds
1: in your backyard?
0: There are quite a few.
1: Ballpark, how many birds?
0: Well, let's see, I've got about sixty feeders out there, so I'm, uh, and a good day—I mean, I could have like you know,
3: five hundred birds just
0: hanging out my backyard. It's like it's a beautiful cacophony of bird noises.
3: Because it gets slippery walking across the air. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, it's not great. <sighs> Do you ever get
1: like complaints from neighbors for having a zoo of birds in your backyard?
0: No, they don't ever talk to me in my face. They post a lot about it on Nextdoor.
1: (laughs) Oh. The uh, the neighbor social media website.
0: You know, goddamn birds. That's one of the titles I've seen. And, um, (laughs) I hate my neighbor. That's another one.
1: That's sad that they can't just come and tell you that to your face. I
0: know. Things aren't like they
1: used to be, you know? You'd have to tell someone you hate them to their face. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, those were the good old days.
1: <laughs> Man, that's such a bummer. I, yeah. I wish, I wish your neighbors were more upfront with you. I know. Uh, so, do you, um, do you have any like big lofty dreams for the future, like for retirement?
0: I'm never gonna retire. I, I love, I love going to work and really? stocking the baby stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. would I retire? I don't know, to kind of enjoy, just like, so you don't really have to work anymore. If
0: I have a heart attack and die in a pile of pampers, I will be
1: Uh. happy. (laughs) God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The clean ones. You you guys (laughs) are looking at me like, no, the clean ones. God. That's your dream way of going then, huh? I mean, it'd be soft.
1: Yeah, it would be a good way to go.
0: Any absorbent for when my body starts leaking? (laughs) (laughs)
1: How long do you think you'll be laying in these pampers for? Do you work the night shift or something?
0: No, but the other employees at my Target are not very conscientious. No, so it could be a
1: while. They're just kind of autopiloting through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is your department. Why would they need to go to the baby section if they think you got it covered?
0: Exactly. Hmm. Yep.
1: Man, a lot of people having babies these days.
0: Yeah. Lucky,
1: younger. <laughs> you, know, you you wish you could have had kids. Yeah,
0: I never had a baby.
1: What uh? What stopped you?
0: Uh,
1: I've never been with a man. No, ever. No. Never once.
0: I don't know why they just don't find me attractive.
1: I can't see why. I know. You seem like in your day you were. I least... was
0: a hot number. Really? I think they're intimidated by me. Why is that? Because I was beautiful and I was smart. Men are intimidated by that.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm -mm. They don't like smart women.
0: Back then, I had a successful career as a waitress at a drive up A&W, which was awesome.
3: Did you roller skate?
0: No, I could never roller skate. Didn't have the knees for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Man, What a life I've lived, eh? (laughs) oh man that's uh i just can't believe you never want to like stop working Mm -mm. that's that's interesting
3: no it's fine are you ever afraid of being crushed by a pile of uh baby seats collapsing on top of you
0: no i've got those stacked perfectly That would never happen. And then I go and I check to make sure that no one's moved them so that doesn't happen to someone else. If someone gets hurt in that store, damn it, it's not going to be because of something I did. Oh, man. Calm down.
1: It's okay. Sorry. You seem really passionate about your work at Target.
0: I really am. That's why I swear to God, if you tell anyone I go to (laughs) my I'll cut you. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: I don't know. I might have to cut that out. That sounds like a threat.
0: I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> I take it back.
1: Well, just take a minute. Just, like, uh, get, get a minute to gather your breath. All right. Um, we're going to introduce our next guest on the show. Uh, you might have heard of him uh, if you were a fan of comedy back in, I don't know what would you say, like, 2004,
4: 2005?
1: Oh, uh, 1943. 19... 19- <laughs> <laughs> that was when they re-released the box sets. So that's when I was familiar with it. right. So, his name is... Uh, uh albert sweeney he's a retired insult comic from the 40s uh, that's
4: right. let me cut you off right there because my name's albert sweeney but uh, i only go by either grandpa or papa
1: <laughs> all right sorry grandpa uh see it sounds weird because it sounds like you're just my grandpa uh, it could be could you uh, oh. <laughs> so all right, i'll just call you papa thank you that works so you are um you were the hottest uh insult comic of all time for a long time probably uh, until C- triumph the comic dog
4: yeah you really took a lot of my fan base boy
1: yeah and uh, you but back in the 40s like insult comedy was a little bit different it was uh, its heyday uh,
4: uh, i do have a story about my last gig
1: Please, please. Like, when was your last gig?
4: 1943. Oh. Oh. It was a horrid nightmare. The show went fine, but afterwards all the comics had gathered for our post-show potluck, as was the tradition back then. (laughs) The whole goddamn place is filled with chocolate malts, whoppers, and the depraved souls of local small-town comics. Yep. I thought it perfect. I brought a couple of cans of whipped cream. Yeah, I'm going around saying, to "Everybody, who wants, who wants a little lick of this whipped cream?" <laughs> everybody's, everybody's looking at me like I'm the weird one. I'm just, who wants a lick? Well, I got my whipped cream, and that's. Were you day. saying it like
1: that? Like uh, my you... voice
4: is exactly the same.
1: Yes. <laughs> you sound desperate.
4: Uh, that's what I met by maker by the name of Richie the Roastmaster (laughs) McCrekey. It was the most popular comic in Ira Township, Michigan.
1: Oh, okay.
4: He dealt me a zinger that knocked me straight into retirement. (laughs) He said, if you don't get that goddamn whipped cream (laughs) out of my face, I'll fucking knock your block off. (laughs) And that was the first time anybody heard knock your block off. Wow. It was soon to swept the nation, and uh, I was done for. (laughs) Big in the 50s. Yeah. And you were the first victim. That's right. Are you okay? Sorry, this is difficult for me. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Did you teach afterwards?
4: No, I've been doing nothing for the past 60 years. Absolutely nothing? Dreaming. Dreaming. True. My one-night return, which will take place in my finished basement in Ira Township, Michigan. (laughs) I had a fire marshal come and he said the maximum <laughs> occupancy is 22 people.
1: So please
4: come to my show. So
1: we're going to sell that out. <laughs> so, uh, you were really, really big in, like, the the late 30s, early 40s uh, for your, uh, your risqué uh, or just, like, controversial insult comic stuff. That's right. But that stuff is positively prudish at this point. Uh, if I knew what that meant, I'd agree. <laughs> So uh, could you just uh, I don't know sample your routine a little bit for us? So... I'll come prepared with several jokes. Really,
4: awesome. Uh, Let's do it.
1: I yeah, would we'll just let you know that when Papa cuts, it cuts hard. Okay, so yeah. Strap yourself. Insult and... comedy is is you is like observant of people in the room with you. Yeah, yeah that's right. And I'd like to direct one right towards you, Michael.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'd say if if laughter is the cure of everything then be, your your face is gonna cure the world you fucking nerd
1: <laughs> it's pretty <hurt. laughs> <laughs> hard i told hit. you papa cuts <laughs> deep and hard <laughs> that, that did hit hard that was a little bit more uh, uh explicit than you did back in the day that's right i update. also
4: have one directed towards the many commercial airlines of which i am afraid of <laughs> okay it's good to check in early at the airlines my loyal fans in this situation i'm directing the way i'm speaking towards my fans in the crowd it's good (laughs) to check in early at the airlines that way you learn about the delays faster you piece of shit
1: (laughs) oh man that's 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 rude
4: I think it's at this point in time in my show that I would typically turn the zingers inward. Okay. Here's one for Grandpa Albert. It's you. Uh, uh, on some trees, it takes five years to produce nuts. Not on my family tree. That thing's full of nuts. It is like my slacks. Bursting at the seams, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. That's great.
4: Now that the (coughs) laughter's rolling, Michael, you look like if star power forward for the Detroit Pistons, Blake Griffin, had intercourse with the hunchback of Notre Dame from the Disney animated film, you would be the offspring. You, you idiot.
3: <laughs> you do realize you were both male.
4: Yeah, uh, Yeah, that wouldn't work. Uh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ought to get writing notes. Uh, that reminds me of one time I encountered a heckler, much like you. I. <laughs> He was in the crowd and I said, sir, gentlemen, sitting up in the front, you're a butt munch. And he replied with, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> and I, that's when things really started turning inward for me and I became much more introspective. Yeah. yeah am I in fact a butt
1: munch? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did you decide?
4: I decided that it needs more thinking. I just need more time in my finished basement. Are you, in fact, a butt munch? God, I hope not.
3: (laughs) Was the heckler by any chance your father? That's a very question.
1: What were you doing at that show? (laughs) (laughs) So you haven't performed at all since 1943. That's right. Even, like, in front of a few people other than this. I've
4: never spoke publicly in any setting beyond right at this moment. I've been in solitude for the past sixty years thinking about 70 years. that one great singer from Richie McCreagy. He was the roastmaster in Ira Township, the most popular comic at the time, like I said.
1: In Ira Township. That's right. <laughs> So, but your CDs are still in circulation. And they're hard to come by. They become a bit of a collector's item. Yeah, but I mean, they they sell for quite a quite a pretty penny. $1.67, that's right. <laughs> Inflation never took effect on my albums. No. Ah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's still, that's a lot for a local insult comic CD. Most of them, you just you can't even sell them. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. You're welcome. I needed that. So, you uh, you almost made it big. Uh, you almost. Uh, I the rumor is, uh, and you can decide if you can let us know if it's true or not. Uh, where it was, you were approached to do a talk show back in the forties, um, but that never happened, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Could you mind telling us that story a little bit? <laughs> oh God. <laughs>
4: Uh, it's actually perfectly relevant i was supposed to be on david letterman and i met him in the 40s in the 40s (laughs) he was just a young boy and he said one day i want to be a talk show host and i said please let me be on and then i accidentally
1: belched and that's when it all went downhill he said no sir
4: he said, "No oh, sorry, Bob," which was a popular <laughs> phrase at that time. Yeah, was he the first one to say
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, old David Letterman ruining careers back in the '40s. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. I've not recovered, but I'm working on it. So, uh, what is your plan for promoting this uh, this event? I've been doing the podcast circuit. yep
4: this is my only booking to date. Yeah, I'm hoping this will be a good exposure for me.
1: So far I mean I I, I have at least 22 listeners.
4: Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I should also let you know that there's no marketing material out there. The show will be sometime in October of 2020. <laughs> oh it's a little that's far ahead. You, you I got a lot of promoting to do. And it'll take place at my home, where Ira Township, which the GPS doesn't work out there, so you'll have to find it by 42.6878 and 82.6699, which is the (laughs) latitude and longitude of my home.
3: (laughs) Please be there.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, you're getting kind of up there in age, yeah? Like, you're gonna, in 2020, you'll probably be about 100 years old.
4: That's exactly right. Under right <laughs> on the dot.
1: So are you afraid that you might not make
4: it? I know for a fact that I'm healthy as a horse.
1: Oh, well, that's good.
4: Well, I went to the doctor's just two weeks <clears> ago for my annual checkup, and he said, check out the hind legs on you. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, you're right. Those those puppies are a beaut.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you walked in, I said the same thing. Do you remember? Yeah, that's right. I'm wearing very short shorts. <laughs> yeah. Darla, you look like you've uh, calmed down a little bit. Um, <clears throat> do you have any uh, questions for for uh, Albert?
0: I don't think so. He seems like a very nice gentleman.
1: Well, let me hit
4: you with a quick one <coughs> and change your mind. Uh-oh. Oh! The good Lord didn't create anything without a purpose, but goddamn if he didn't miss that mark on you, Darla.
0: Ah, uh, this reminds me of stuff my mom used to say.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great.
0: <laughs> I'll come to your show.
4: Oh. oh
1: okay. That's, that sounds like it's going to be a fun group. Let's try
4: to heighten this relationship. Maybe we can turn this into something more if I give you a few more zangers.
1: Let's do here a few more oh. of those.
4: Uh, I bet if you had a business card, your title on it would be certified... Dum dum. <laughs> 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 that one gets me. <laughs>
1: Do you have any insults for Paul?
0: I don't I don't insult people. It's not it's not my thing. Oh. So yeah.
1: I was asking Albert.
4: Yeah, that, the lady, that question was directed towards me.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, I have, I have another quick zinger ready for Paul. It's a little new age and hip. Paul, you, you look like a very attractive man who <laughs> is likely a, a good father and husband. Psych. You <laughs> <laughs> got him there. <laughs> that one's for the young listeners out there.
1: That was flawless delivery. <laughs> man. You are, uh, you really are on fire. I can't, I, what if by, with with you doing the podcast circuit, what if by 2020 you're just way too big uh, to be, um, doing it in your finished basement?
4: I I guess I'll have to book a bigger basement.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Do you ever consider going on America's Got Talent?
4: No, I don't care much for media. No. Maybe Darlai could... Rento, your backyard. Do you like birds? I like birds, and I also enjoy a retreat to a cast iron tub.
1: Oh! Wow. You guys sound like you have a lot in common.
4: I am also quite regular. Whoa! Due to yogurt.
1: What kind of yogurt do you eat?
4: I just drink the vanilla kind. You drink it? Yeah, I put a bunch of water in there, two cups.
1: Oh my
0: god. Oh, yogurt water. I've
4: heard of that.
1: <laughs> that sounds like skim milk.
4: <laughs> I'm sure it's very refreshing. It yeah, very much is so. I have to <clears throat> do it because I can't swallow anything that's close to being a solid.
0: <clears throat> Yogurt's
1: not quite there, but it's still too rigid for me.
0: I have a very powerful blender.
1: Oh. I, I apologize that I'm plugging my nose right now because having the two of you... Here, in the same room, is producing a very pungent smell of, like, mothballs uh, uh, mixed with, like, I don't know, like, old diarrhea. Wow, Michael! The fuck?
4: Yeah, geez, excuse me. I no longer have control of my rectum. I thought you said you were regular. Oh, yeah, exactly. It just keeps coming. <laughs> Maybe the lavender can help. Boy, I hope so. That's something you should know about me up front, Darla, is there's no control on what my body wants to do.
0: That's all right. I can live with that. Cheryl didn't have much control over hers either.
1: No. Oh. Do you want to give a eulogy to Cheryl?
0: I want to give a eulogy to Cheryl.
1: Did she have a funeral? Kind of. What's, <laughs> what's that mean?
0: Well... <clears throat> I mean, I put her in a jar on the mantel.
1: <laughs> Did and, you cremate her first?
0: You were a good roommate. I'm sorry you're gone. Thanks for the house. You know ah. I'm not telling your daughter. <laughs> that was enough. Yeah. I mean, what more do I have to say? Uh, Cheryl for- was not a woman of many words. Neither am I.
1: For clarity... Uh, do you cremate Cheryl first before putting her in a jar?
0: Obviously, it's not like she's like there, like in formaldehyde. I can see her entire body. Jesus,
4: <laughs> want to make sure
0: it's like some freaky medical museum. My
4: house. <laughs> Open house mm. caskets are weird. Speaking of cremation, Darla, I'd like to <coughs> ask you if you'd be <coughs> responsible. I have no family left. I'd like to be. My final wishes are to be cremated. Uh, stuffed in a, a small model car, uh, 57 Chevy Bel Air, all right, and then tossed down a cliff. Okay. Like an action movie. Do you have an a explosion? certain
0: cliff in mine? I don't.
4: <clears throat> I would like it to be the dunes of western Michigan.
0: Oh, that's oh. real far.
4: Yeah. I would <laughs> like it to be off your cast iron tub.
0: That I can do. Thank you. Can I be bathing when I
4: do it? Absolutely, I'd prefer oh. it.
0: Yay! <laughs>
4: you, I am. Do you have a house? I uh, yeah, I have. A, a basement. Two-story bungalow in Nira Township, Michigan. With a basement. I'm, with a finished basement, it's got drywall and a carpet. You could move
3: up. <laughs>
0: I just met the man. I'm not going to move in with him. What kind of
4: woman do you think I
3: am? No, I met after he passes.
4: Oh, can I have your house? (laughs) There's nobody else left, so you can have all of my furnishings, worldly possessions, and also my memories, which I can transfer on to you from my zip drive. I've written down every single memory in my life.
0: Earlier, I thought I was having a real bad day, but things are looking up.
4: I'm, um, I'm glad <laughs> this is a positive experience for you. God, how I'm much, glad uh, I came
1: here. How much memory has that has like is that memory? It's about out? 16 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, notepad files aren't that big, but I you feel like every memory, which. <laughs> Pick up a little bit more space than 16
4: megabytes. There's several large photos in there, too. <laughs>
1: so it's just exclusively photos. Oh, man. 16 meg... You meant megabytes, right? Megabytes. Not gigabytes. Not gigs. Oh,
3: boy. 16 megs for 100 years. That's,
1: That's a lot. A, yeah. That's not a lot, rather. Yeah, I lot.
4: think I've lived quite a full <laughs> life, thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> so... Paul, do you have any more questions for either of our guests?
3: Yeah, uh, Papa, is <laughs> uh, my name. Did the war affect your uh, your act at all?
1: Not in
4: the least bit. My no, had just kept on firing away. I said <laughs> that on stage during the war. They didn't like it. No, Not firing away. I said, "Pow, pow, I'm <laughs> shooting you guys."
0: <laughs> uh, the That's... route
1: turned on me, and yeah. I never got them back. <clears throat> no. That's what about being. That's the danger of being an insult comic. You got to have that right uh, balance of being charming and insulting. The problem is, I've always wanted to be much more charming.
4: I just want somebody to
1: like me. Oh, and you—you've never succeeded because you never had a wife or anything, right?
4: Why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Did your mother
3: like you?
1: No, no. Oh,
3: <laughs> sorry.
1: Has anybody ever liked you? I think just Darla. Yes. I like them. Well. There's one person. How does this feel?
4: This is the best day of my life. Uh-huh. I'm going to be back on stage soon at my house in Ira Township, Michigan, 42.6878 <laughs> and 82.6699. You can be there in October of 2020. Why
1: don't you have an address?
4: huh as your hot seat totsy GPS's won't work out there, so I have to oh. provide some way for so people to find my place.
0: Should I just come there for the <clears throat> entire month?
4: I oh, would love nothing more. All right. I have lots of things to workshop. Is Target gonna let you take that long of a time off?
0: Oh, shit.
3: <laughs> well, don't they have a Target and I would tell Township?
0: I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I don't think I can put in for transfer. No. Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: Looks like you're going to have to skip. Skip going to the concert. Because they going to the show. No! This has turned into the worst day of my life. Me too! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, we guys. We were doing so good.
0: We were doing so well. I mean, Until you, you could, brought logic into it.
1: I mean, you have two years. You could just retire. I think we covered that. I'm not going to retire. But now that you found potential love.
0: I what are you talking about? I'm just going to see the man show and take it his house. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> well, thank you all so much for being on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure. Um, and uh, we will be back next week with even more fun. Make sure you guys go check out Diff starting this freaking week. It's going to be so fun. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me, you heart knocker. Hey. Thank you. Thank hey, you. <laughs> Bye. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.